3: It is good to be with you. is Friday coming your way right after the 5 o'clock news, so get your grievances ready. We will do that promptly at 5.06. I don't know if you guys, uh, they, they may be in trouble, but they're still publishing. Sports Illustrated is out with with its new edition. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it is. Familiar faces on there. Uh, there are quite a few. Uh, sports it AI, is, you mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Sports <laughs> Sports AI. Very good. Um, on the cover, it's sort of a cartoonish uh cover, and on the cover is part of the cartoon includes Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift walking out of a Las Vegas (laughs) chapel.
2: (laughs) It's so good. It's so
3: good. Uh, It says here, FanDuel Canada offering odds on whether Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey will propose to Taylor Swift on the field in Las Vegas after Super Bowl 58. Uh, They're not the only ones thinking about the possibility of the country's most famous couple taking their relationship to the next level. Uh, Sam Joffrey Las Vegas Super Bowl host committee CEO telling the Las Vegas Review-Journal that the city is excited about the thought of the superstar singer coming to watch Kelsey and the Chiefs. Says Joffrey, it does feel very Vegas to have her here, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Maybe keep all eyes on the wedding chapels and maybe Travis Kelsey will be covered even off the field. Okay. Okay.
4: Uh, By the way, the the embassy of Japan uh, in the U.S. has since put out a statement confirming that if she so chooses, she will definitely make it to the game on time. Oh, of course she will. They put out a full release, 12-hour flight, 17-hour time difference. Uh, They included references to her songs, including Speak Now, Fearless, and Red. (laughs) And keep in mind, this is an official statement from an embassy in the US.
2: It's so good. Have you guys seen the memes going around? It says me in high school math, I'm never going to need to calculate the speed and distance of a plane traveling for any reason whatsoever. (laughs) Me as an adult. If Taylor takes off at 1130 Tokyo time, traveling in a jet, which flies at the speed of approximately 500 knots, depending on tailwinds, we have to account for the time change to Vegas, which is 17 hours behind. So if we all run likely scenarios on this model that I built
3: specifically for this exercise, she can make it to the game. (laughs) So every time your kid's at the table at night, This is why do I have to learn this? This is why. This doesn't mean anything. Uh, The embassy can
4: confidently speak now to say (laughs) that if she departs Tokyo in the evening after her concert, (laughs) she should comfortably be able to make it to Vegas before the Super Bowl begins. Thank you, Japanese embassy.
2: Here's some good news. Super Bowl tickets continue to plunge. If you're just flirting with the idea of going and sitting in the nosebleeds. You are, aren't you? The average ticket price has gone down more than $2,200 since Monday? Are you going to the Super
4: Bowl? No. We get closer and closer to her going by No,
2: the I'm mm-hmm. not. I mean, I have a place to stay because Carrie Here is down there. Chris go, is down there. Here we go. The plane tickets are too expensive. She I'm did not.
3: just shake you down for some train tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Literally bought train tickets and then informed <laughs> me that I was buying half of them. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going. You're in Vegas a week from Sunday, aren't no, you? No, I'm
2: not. I love the Super Bowl. I love the atmosphere. I lo- like everything about it. I can, I can
4: it.
3: literally hear the wheels no. <laughs> turning in your brain. Look, I can I can pull the audio
4: of the wheels turning.
2: I have already looked up flights. It is not happening. She's
4: already looked up. flights.
2: If I did it, I would have to fly in and fly right back. It's too expensive. Let me look. What are the flights?
4: Here we go. She's you ready. Gone. This is the. Sound She's gone. She is gone. No,
2: I am not.
4: This is the sound of wheels turning. Mm. <laughs> That's it right there. That is deep contemplation.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so funny, Sam. So funny.
2: <laughs> What's the date? The eighteenth.
3: The eleventh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's that little laugh at yeah, the play end. Play that there. again. I'm that, that, get it. That that is her going. I just departed with eight hundred dollars. No. Flight standby.
2: I'm going to tell you right now on Expedia, leaving from MCI. I mean, because this is a good exercise for all of us. If anyone's curious, if we do February 9th to February 12th, I'm not one curious, traveler. But you are. Well, now you've made me curious. I wasn't even going to look.
3: You are so gone.
2: 642 dollars.
3: Mm.
2: But lodging is free. <laughs> round
4: trip.
3: That's way. not too bad.
4: No
2: round trip.
3: She, she go.
4: Oh yeah. Well, you have to add in the six grand for the tickets. No, I would
2: not go to the game. I Look, I've been both ways. The game last year was absolutely incredible. I was lucky enough to go with my son. There will never be a weekend that tops that. But two years ago, I went to Miami and just hung out in Miami with Chiefs you, Kingdom. You,
3: you've been to the last two Super Bowls. You just haven't been to the last two Super
2: Correct. Bowls. And I'm telling you, I had just as much fun in Miami just hanging out with other Chiefs fans watching the game almost as i did going to the game Sam, you can just go for- to one of the
4: casinos and just hang out i know that's a watch the tv for me. and
3: ding, ding ding do the whole sports book thing see but it's that dopamine release man she can't get enough of it <laughs> <laughs> okay
2: enough of that the ticket prices have gone down the flights are still high okay
3: ooh here we go
2: if you leave sunday ah tickets are only $199
4: Fly in on that day.
2: If you fly in on that day, $199. You're there by 8 in the morning. Okay, now we're talking. Now we're cooking with bacon grease.
3: She's gone. Yep. <laughs> Let me text
5: Carrie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> She's going to plan it right
3: literally, now. Literally literally within five minutes. Of I'm just curious. Within this five minutes. This is your minutes. fault.
4: I wasn't even we're thinking about
3: my it. my fault.
4: Well, I bet you're going to go. <laughs> yeah, we went from no way on hey, God's do you re- hear something yeah. crazy. There, if no way. I fly in on
2: Sunday morning. It's only two hundred
3: dollars round trip to go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. We literally in five minutes, Sam. Hold, please. So in the course of three hundred seconds, we have gone from there's no way in hell that I'm going to this game to calling Carrie, who sets up all of her flights. Well, but, you, but, you you forgot the middle part. Really quick, <laughs>
2: really quick. If you fly in Friday where everyone else is flying in the tickets are 767 dollars mm-hmm. however you fly in saturday it drops by half we're now at 366 dollars however you fly in sunday it's a buck 99
4: and then you can go hang out at uh, the little chapels and
2: just kind of wait I, to ambush. Yeah, I do have a feeling
4: show mm-hmm. that the
2: wedding of the century is not going to happen in the drive-by chapel down oh, did, did on the strip. you the
4: wedding of the century?
2: Yeah, I did, Sam. Move over, Princess Diana. This one's bigger. Well,
3: that was last century. Oh. <laughs> you mean move over, Princess Kate. Yeah. And Prince William. All good.
2: The Dude, wedding one, of the That 199 man, look at this. 199 round trip. It's pretty
3: captain. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Let's see what Carrie says. <laughs> then you need a place to stay. I
2: no, don't Chris has already got actually a- need Chris a place is- to stay. My best friend I in the either. whole wide world is there.
3: Carrie Emmert's going with the team.
2: She might mm. be at the team hotel. <laughs> look, if I'm going to Vegas, I ain't staying with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Woohoo!
4: Hello, Travis. <laughs>
3: Oh, she gone, Sam. And She's gone, Sam. I yeah. during the entire commercial break, I sat in this room and, and watched. I, he watched the magic happen. I never said a word, and I watched Dana have two phone conversations, one with her husband that included this line: "I swear to God, I'll just come out for two hundred dollars. I won't gamble. I promise." <laughs> yeah. Okay.
4: Gambling so capital I heard, of the world. I heard
3: that line. Then I heard, among other things, first she was going to fly in on a Sunday, mm-hmm. right? Now it looks like she's going to fly out next Thursday. No. A week from tomorrow, or mm-hmm. yesterday. We've changed mm-hmm. things.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: And, and I heard this line as she calls uh, her dear friend and good friend of the program, good friend of mine, Carrie Emmert. And Dana says, hey, I've got a line on $200 tickets. I think I'm going to come out to Vegas. And I hear Carrie say, and they're working out, like, where Dana can do the show from. Mm
4: -hmm. Wheels are turning.
3: Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I hear Carrie go, where did you find tickets for $200? And I hear Dana say, on Spirit, and I'll just send my clothes out with Chris. I don't need them need my luggage. To which Carrie says, spirit, don't die. To which Dana says, I'm not going to die. To which Carrie says, okay, but before you get on that plane, make sure that you rewrite your will so that all the money goes to me. (laughs) It's a good call. Good call. Did I say anything that was not true?
2: That was a complete correct transcript of the conversation that I just had. Okay. If I had to pay for lodging, it would be totally different.
3: She gone. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. She gone. Many other things to talk about here. I was just <laughs> trying to tell everyone the prices have come down.
3: And you're taking advantage. <laughs>
2: trying to be helpful. It's not my fault the two closest people to me in my life are going to be there.
3: Uh, well, Scott's sitting right Sam, there. Sam, what are you and talking I, about? Sam
2: and I will be uh, just chilling right here in Kansas City. What are you I talking will, about? I will be on the air with you. I will not miss a
3: single show. Okay? Uh, but, but, Sam, I, I have to be honest with you. Hearing her tell Chris, I swear to God, it's $200 and I won't gamble. <laughs> Had me laughing inside. Strip is going to be so crowded. <laughs>
2: uh, okay, when we get back, we're not going to do this now. We are going to move to Butler, Missouri. We got we got seven minutes till we got to well, Let's do it right now. I'm going to bring everybody down. But we have to have a wider conversation about vicious dogs and mail carriers In our community, and if if memory serves, Kansas City and or Missouri specifically is at the very top of the list or near the top of the list for injuries to mail carriers because of dogs. That's Kansas City, Missouri. Yep, and Mm -hmm. we also know, statistically, we are a breeding ground for bad breeders and and hoarding and all of those animal things. I get an email from a listener uh, several days ago, and it basically said, did you know— there has been a horrifying attack on a letter carrier in the city of Butler. And it took me a couple of days to run it down, but I spoke to the chief over the break and he confirmed everything. And I have a photo of the victim in this case, Scott. These are horrifying, crippling injuries. He goes up to the door to deliver a package. Door opens and seven pack mentality vicious dogs come charging at this victim oh gosh uh it was a federal express employee massive cuts and injuries to his body mm-hmm. and when we get back we're going to talk about it because i i you know i don't know what you do about this there are not appropriate laws with teeth in them no pun intended to really punish an irresponsible dog owner when you have a pack of vicious dogs living on your, property they're can just not, not, can you not sue him? Uh, I think there will be and should be a civil lawsuit okay. against the, you know, if he owned about, that you're, home you're against insurance, liability. I'm talking about criminal liability. Um, and they are trying to get this bumped up to a felony. But if you look at the state statute, which mirrors the, the Butler city statute, you can get the dog owner for having too many animals. Cause there were seven, he didn't have them licensed. Uh, this was in downtown Butler. I don't want anyone to think this is out in the sticks, you know, on 10 acres of farm property. Not that it would be okay if someone got attacked there. Mm-hmm. This was in the heart of downtown Butler, Missouri, across the street from an elementary school.
3: Mm. Mm. Uh, you showed me the pictures of this oh, mail carrier. God. He was vicious. I mean, and to say viciously attacked... Almost does viciously attacked an under service. The the pictures that you showed me about fifteen minutes ago are disgusting to look at. I I think the civil
2: system will handle this in some regard if the man with the dogs who lived there owned that property and has homeowners insurance. If he's a renter, Scott, what who do you sue? Man, I don't know. You know, um, I, I hesitate to mention the breed, but you know it before I say it.
3: It's a pit bull.
2: Seven pit bulls uh, that were all seized from that home and euthanized, and the police chief said there was no choice. They had No, I agree with that to euthanize those dogs.
3: No, normally, you know me, uh, I hate it when, like, a bear attacks a yes. human yes. or some other wild animal attacks a human and then they go out and they find that animal yeah. and then they put it down because a
2: bear did what a bear does
3: because you're 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 literally killing an animal for doing what animals do. Yep. But when you're talking about a dog, it's a it's different. And here's why: a dogs are normally kept inside in residential communities. Mm-hmm. Bears are not right, and and dogs are supposed to be domesticated, supposed to be. But for seven dogs to act in in pack mentality and to attack this. Postal worker, that is not wild animal behavior. That is wild domesticated animal behavior, and those dogs have to be L- Let put
2: me down. add one more thing. Seven dogs, and I said to the chief, how were there not complaints before? Because if I was living next to that or the elementary school, and if you're listening in Butler now and, and you have children that go to the elementary school— Thank God. Yeah, no kidding. Those dogs did not get out and kill How did they get out? a child. How did they get out? In the you know first what the place? chief said? I, said? I said, How does someone not know that there's seven dogs living in there? Vicious dogs. He said the dogs were not allowed outside. So, follow what me. Mean, here. What do you mean they weren't allowed? You had outside. seven dogs that were cooped up in some small house inside downtown Butler, Missouri. Where did they poop? And then this, well. Then, the second that door opened, they charge out and almost kill this FedEx delivery guy.
3: Why was the door opened in the first place?
2: My guess is because you opened the door to, to the intercept package. the package. Okay. Right. And, and that's all it took. But I want to hear, especially if you live in Butler near that elementary school, 913 586 7798. He is so lucky. Or if you're a mail carrier, to be alive. And we, we've heard this from our mail carriers before. That it's a hazard of the job. You're not allowed to carry a weapon. You have mace. But this was a surprise attack. Door opens. A pack of seven vicious dogs
3: are on top of you before you even know what to do. Telephone number is 913-586-7798. 586-7798. Here on Dana and Parks.
6: Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
3: So we continue to follow a story out of Butler, Missouri, where a postal worker, check that, a FedEx Express worker was delivering a package to a home, and this was near the city center in Butler, Missouri. And somehow, some way. Seven pit bull dogs get out of the home that he's delivering the package to and attack the FedEx worker. He was brutally mauled, uh, damage to his head, severe damage to his head, arms, buttocks. And we wait. Will there be charges? Did anybody break the law? Clearly having seven dogs in a home is yeah. usually against most city ordinances. But that's
2: municipal code. Fair. And so then, you you know, if this had happened to you or someone you love, you would be screaming, why is the owner not in jail? And I just don't know that we have the the laws in place to make that happen. They're trying. The prosecutor is looking into this to try to bump this up to a class E felony uh, because the dogs had apparently charged people before. Hadn't bitten people Bitten other dogs,
3: but had not charged people before. And did you say all seven dogs were euthanized? Yes. Okay. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight five eight six seven seven nine eight. Mark in Overland Park. Mark, good afternoon. Hello.
5: Hello. Hi. Um, I live in Lawrence, uh my out in the country. My neighbors' dogs have attacked me numerous times. They've bit me six times. What? we have called the sheriff. We have called uh, the Humane Society, and there are almost no laws that protect the person from getting bit. Um, The last episode was about eight weeks ago, and we are still waiting for the review of the situation to see what they're doing with the dogs.
2: Okay, when you said, Mark, wait, back up. You've been bitten six Times. Yes. How are th- are they getting into your yard? Are you going like, how, is there no fence? Explain this to me.
5: So we're in the country. OK. Um, county statute says the dogs can run loose on your property, but dogs don't observe property lines. True. So I'll be out mowing the yard. Um, they came at me one day when I was on the uh, riding lawnmower um dove at my legs i saw them just in in time enough to move my legs and nearly knocked the riding lawnmower over they hit it so hard um i've been in the yard i've been walking down the public road and they just lose it they lose it on anybody they see and how many many are there again mark there's two two dogs okay what kind Um, are they
3: again
5: they're a pit mix okay um when it when the issues first started everybody in the neighborhood gave our neighbors a lot of leeway because they're fostering these animals they the animals had been abused and everyone okay you know they're trying to do good things um but they never they never reciprocated they've never given enough they've never cared enough to follow through with anything so um the sheriff will tell you they're not dog catchers, and I understand that. But in the meantime, I've got a four-year-old great-niece that I can't take for a walk on my own property for fear that the dogs would attack her. Um, I've been using uh, bear spray, and I'm not going to spray uh, pepper spray around my niece. Yeah. Um, I've sp- I've sprayed the dogs twice. I've gotten blowback twice, I, I, and it's not something I'm going to do to a four-year-old.
3: Have you ta- have you talked to the neighbor about the dog situation?
5: <laughs> um. So, when the dog attacked me when I was on the lawnmower, I uh, went to the owner, said, "Hey, man, you know your dog. This is what happened. This is where I was. Nowhere near the property line." And he looked at me. He's like, yeah, the dog doesn't really like lawnmowers.
3: Well, my lawnmower or oh, likes dogs. Right.
5: And that's and honestly, I'm I'm frustrated enough to the point that later in life where I am, I am actually going to buy my first handgun to protect myself from these animals.
2: I don't and I I'm honestly not, Mark, I don't, want, I, I don't, I don't
5: know it. know that I blame
2: you. Have you tried animal control with six bites or six incidents? there's got to be somebody that can just say these are now dangerous dogs and we're taking them.
5: We're waiting. We've been, let's see, we've been waiting right at eight weeks since the last incident where I literally, uh, sprayed the dogs down, um, called the sheriff and waited for them to come out. And they brought out the representative from the humane society but they're so backlogged. Yeah, they have so so many incidents and so few people. They're not
3: to it yet.
5: Can I? Ask, is basically what we're Mark, being told.
3: Mark, I find your story to be fascinating. So forgive me if we keep you on a little longer than we probably should. But have you? So when you went over to talk to the neighbor, and you told him, "Hey, I was on my riding lawnmower. I wasn't anywhere near your property line, and your two moron dogs attacked me." And he didn't apologize or anything. He just said (laughs) they don't like lawnmowers. That's it. The only time he's the only time he's ever apologized is when the police have been involved. Okay. So have you told him? Because I would tell him I have just purchased a handgun, and if I will be using it, yeah. Or next time this happens, I'll be carrying it on my person. Every time I mow the grass and if your dogs come onto my property and attack me again, I will kill your dog.
5: Um it's honestly I haven't had to tell him I'm a hunter. Um have been all my life. I've got deer hunting rifles, I shoot a bow. It's always just been assumed I've had an arsenal that I don't that I don't really have. Okay. So this isn't going to be news to anybody that I ha- now have a handgun.
2: Okay. Mark, be, well, be, be careful, and I am sorry you are living next to that. Hmm. Cujo uh, next door. I mean, can you imagine? No, gosh, no.
3: And, and and he's right. I I would get a gun, and especially if I live out in the country, and I'm going to ride my lawnmower, Yep. and if your dumb dogs come near me and threaten me, I'm going to kill them. End of story. Uh, Bob in Kansas City. Bob, good afternoon. Hello.
7: Hello, guys. Thanks for uh, putting this out there. Yeah. Um, it's uh pretty heartbreaking for us to deal with uh one of our members and brothers that uh that had to go through this so yeah thank you the,
2: the, the police chief said to me he is out of the hospital, but is quote and this is from the police chief badly injured
7: yeah he's uh, uh as he told me the other day they got everything but his hands and feet uh I mean. Uh, they uh, pretty much took him by the button, threw him around like a rag doll. Um, his his uh, left side took a lot of the damage, where his bicep was nearly tore off. Uh, can't had doesn't have any feeling yet. Um, a lot of stitches, a lot of stitches everywhere. Um, yeah, so he spent the night in the hospital. Uh, Transported him from Bates County up to research, and they did surgery for several hours on him. Uh, he's back home resting and doing okay. Really, you know, for the, he's a stout guy. He's a, he's a thing. guy he looks like a Marine, you know, jarhead guy. Uh, so he was, he fought him off pretty good and, uh, got up in the back of his truck and, uh, got away from him and the owner got him inside. And
3: so, so as he's being attacked, Bob, by these seven dogs, uh huh. where is the owner? He's trying to get him back in. Uh, so okay. what happened is, you know, this guy gets medication
7: once a month, and uh, you have to get a signature for it. So, mm. um, you know, usually the guy just kind of squeezes out the door, no problem. Well, this particular time, I guess, because the mama, you know, one of the, you said seven, uh, had three of them were pups. I mean, I don't know how old they were, but, and, you know, I think the mama was just protecting the pups and said, you ain't coming on my property, and. Mm-hmm. Went out the door and just started mailing them. And then the other three males came out and let,
2: started it. Also, let me ask you this: after something of this nature happens, and it's just awful, and I am so sorry. On, on for all of the mail carriers listening that are nodding yeah. their heads and screaming in their cars right now, <laughs> can, can the corporation or the union or the postal carrier say we are never going back to this house again? Like are, that do you have, has happened. Okay.
7: Yes, that, yeah, so it's like a, I'm not sure, it's like a five-year ban, something like that. Uh, but, yeah, we yeah, it happens.
3: A five-year ban where you don't get any more packages? No, if you want it, you go down to some oh, distribution center and get yeah, it yourself.
7: Yeah, it gets put on hold, and they call them and say, hey, you got to come get it.
3: Well, Bob, yeah. we're just, we're just horribly sorry to hear about this story. Uh, yeah, glad, glad yeah. to know he's going to be okay.
7: He will be okay. Yes,
3: but my goodness, yeah. the pictures that Dana w- was showing me are just horrible. Very
7: scary. Uh, yeah, there's there's some more gruesome ones out there, but uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, no, he'll be okay. And you guys are talking about mace. We're not allowed as a corporation. We're not allowed to carry mace. They oh, won't allow it.
3: You you can't even carry mace. No, sir. Why? No. Uh just
7: have been a bit of company policy yeah. for years just can't. It's just not. So, so
3: when seven dogs come running out of a door, you're just supposed to lay down and get chewed? Well,
7: or fight them off like,
2: do like you, the gentleman did. Do you know um, whether or not anyone knew that these dogs were in the house? Oh, everybody
7: knew. Yeah, the neighbor. I've talked to several neighbors down there. They all knew. Everybody knew. I mean, the town knew. He's got, he's got a sign outside of his house saying pit bull pups. For sale. Yeah. Oh for I mean, okay. sale.
2: Okay. Now I see what's happening here. Yeah.
7: The guy just won't get the girl fixed and of course she's gone now, but we were told there were four that were euthanized, but you said there were seven, but you've talked to the chief and and uh we have not. So.
2: Well, I, I will tell you this that they are <clears throat> aware that this is a problem and they are doing everything that they can to find an applicable law that will send a message to other irresponsible owners that this will not no. be tolerated and and y- there are real consequences when something like yeah. this happens
7: I, I'm not holding my breath on butler I mean you say that they they talk a big talk but I, I'm not holding my
3: breath <laughs> well right. at least they put yeah. the dogs down
7: yeah I mean he's gotten the pizza guy there's a, he's got a hearing in March from attacking the pizza guy and like, I guess he's attacked a family member and nothing's ever happened he's got eight of the violations supposedly out against him. So
3: Great. We, we can't yeah. confirm or and, deny and, any and, of
2: that. And, and, and thank you for yeah. the call. I, I will tell you this. The chief said the reason they are trying to upgrade this to a felony is that the dogs had charged at least one other person before.
3: Okay, 913-586-7798. Festus Friday coming away in about an hour and 15 minutes. 913 586 All right, we do have some breaking news this afternoon. This is from NBC News. The United States has launched attacks in Iraq and Syria today. Its first retaliatory strikes for the killing of three American soldiers in Jordan last weekend. This is according to the Department of Defense. The military action is a significant escalation in Washington's bid to deter the growing threat from Iran-backed groups across the Middle East. Uh, Sam, can we check in with CNN for just a moment as they continue to cover this story as it breaks?
1: In his Wilmington home, uh, he has known again for several days uh, that the strikes would begin tonight, and he is now being updated by his national security team. But again, uh, Abby, the important news here is that the U.S. are confirming that the strikes that are to come, that are playing out right now, uh, they will not take place inside of Iran.
8: All right, MJ, thank you for that great reporting. Stand by for us as well. Uh, Let's bring in former U.S. Defense Secretary Mark Esper. Uh, Secretary Esper, let's start where uh, MJ just gave us that information. The the senior uh, U.S. officials in the White House saying Iran will not be on the list of targets. If you are in the Pentagon, as you have been, uh, what is just short of that that would send an adequate message, in your view, to Iran?
9: Sure. Look, I don't think anybody was expecting them to to strike targets within Iran. That's something I would not take off the list because I, I argued that we should be strike targets outside Iran first. And I was pleased to see that in the statement by U.S. Central Command that they said they did attack uh, Quds Force's sites. That Quds Force is, is a uh, special element of the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. And so I thought that was the most important part of the statement. Followed by the fact that they hit 85 targets, which is fairly robust. So look, what matters now is. Uh, what is the outcome of the strikes? Uh, we'll have a better battle damage assessment tomorrow morning, uh, their time, uh, once the, you know, the, the night lifts, we can see what happened. And then uh, what will be the responses by uh, Iran and or its um, militia groups? Now, part of that, the battle damage assessment will be, do the targets need to be hit again? Does intelligence pick up that, uh, that uh, militia groups, militia leaders ran uh, and are hiding somewhere else? So there's a lot more to play out here. But uh, again, I was not surprised that they did not strike targets within Iran.
8: So based on what we've been hearing this hour about these strikes, you, you just talked about the scope of it, 85 targets. But our source is also telling us uh, they potentially have struck supply lines along the Euphrates. Do you have a sense of how significant that is uh, for these Iran-backed militias?
9: It's significant in the sense that striking supply depots, supply lines, warehouses, launch sites, things like that will degrade and disrupt the ability of these militia groups to continue out addition, to continue uh, additional attacks against U.S. forces for some limited amount of time that won't necessarily deter them from taking further attacks. I think that depends more on the United States' willingness to continue to threaten Iranian assets, things that Iran values, to include uh, targets within Iran itself. So that's why— having a better understanding of what was really struck uh, this evening by U.S. forces against, again, Iranian targets would be important.
8: So take us inside of the room here uh, to the Pentagon and the White House. The president and the defense secretary clearly deliberating for some days about these decisions. What are they weighing?
9: Yeah, look, it's it's both a science and an art. Uh, What we would typically do, I would do, is tee up a number of options for the president that would... uh, speak to the complexity of the attack, uh, the the estimated damage done, the number of Iranians or militiamen killed, uh, and present, uh, you know, a very factual basis. And then it would be the kind of the best estimate from uh, DOD and from the uh, State Department and from the intelligence community with regard to how the militia groups and the um, Iranians might react. And from there, the, the president gets to pick the option he wants based on all that.
3: All right, we'll get more on this at the top of the hour with Dan Weinbaum. But again, as you're hearing from CNN, uh, breaking news this afternoon, the United States has launched its retaliatory strikes against the nation of Iran. These 85 strikes, none of them inside the nation of Iran. They were in Iraq and in Syria. We'll continue to follow this breaking news story. This afternoon, Festivus Friday in one hour here on Dana and Parks.
2: Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online
0: anytime at KMBZ.com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. Will always be worth it.